You're listening to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast, sponsored by Franklin Professional Associates, excellence in staffing and recruiting, and supported by regional leaders like Workers Credit Union. Achieve your dream the workers' way. Hello and welcome to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Travis Condon, Cat Deal, as we continue our On the Road series. We're in Lemonster today. Cat, where are we and who are we speaking with? So today we're with Bob Martell, and he is the president of Positive Results Hypnosis. And he's staring at me right now. I feel like I'm getting hypnotized. We're over at 435 Lancaster Street at Suite 353. And this is going to be one of the more exciting podcasts I think this we're going to be putting first out. Hypnotist. This is our first hypnotist. And um, I haven't seen a pocket watch, so I think we're safe. I think we're still safe. Um, so, Bob, thank you so much for being a part of the program today. And first of all, can you tell us a little bit about what is positive results hypnosis? What are the services that you provide? Just a little overview before we dive more into the topics. Okay, certainly. First of all, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm happy to be a member of the chamber. Brand new member, and, and thank you. Positive results hypnosis started 15 years ago to help people make positive change in their life. And... We can't always do that consciously. We can't kind of muscle through it. So we use hypnosis to to take action on the things that we're mulling over. And we, we use it to just have those breakthroughs that help us, I like to say, live a happier life. And can that apply to all different sorts of you know behaviors or issues that people might be having? Yeah, we use hypnosis uh, as a tool because hypnosis is defined. People want, you know, people come to this topic as oh, what is hypnosis really all about? Is someone going to control my mind and make me do things I don't want to do? And yeah. That's not true. There's no Manchurian candidate. There's no uh, mind control, even though the CIA would like to think differently, right? <laughs> hypnosis is a tool. It's really defined as a heightened state of focused concentration. And when you can bring that focus, when you can help someone bring that focus to their own life and that inner journey... You can help them see what they need to see and experience what they need to experience to to reframe things and see it from a different perspective and make that change. So for you, you mentioned you've been doing this now for 15 years. What brought you to hypnosis and, and what was your background before you embarked on this journey? Okay. Uh, my background, I'll start there first. Uh, at 17, I joined the Navy because I saw a submarine fl- uh, floating down the Thames River in Connecticut. And I, at 13, I said, you know what? That's what I want to go do. And at 17, while I was still in high school, I signed the papers. My mother signed them, and I was gone. Wow. Wow. And so I spent eight years in the submarine Navy, got out, and entered the high-tech field. And after 13 years of that, started my own marketing company. And one of my clients was the National Guild of Hypnotists, the NGH. They're headquartered up in uh, Merrimack, New Hampshire. Started in 1950 by three people, and uh, one of the founders is still alive. He's in his late 90s now, but in 2007 or eight, somewhere around that time, I had already been doing some marketing for the NGH. They were a client, and at their convention, uh, Dr. Damon says, Robert, you ought to get certified. You know, I can see him still saying that, right? <laughs> and, and so I did. Yeah. And then, you know, I opened up a practice uh, on the side to see... You know, hey, you know, I, I, I like this idea of being able to help people make some positive changes. And then at some point, I just switched it, and I was doing less marketing consulting work, which was certainly fun and lucrative, and became a hypnotist. Do you feel that your background in marketing 
helps your work as a hypnotist? Oh, absolutely. Because uh, all good marketing is hypnotic by yeah. design. Mm -hmm. the, the words that you see on the commercials, trust me, they know with the words that they're using that they are influencing you to make a purchase. And you used a phrase when we were talking before we started the podcast called, and I want to say it right, is hypno writing? Is that what you had said? Right. Hypnotic writing. Hypnotic writing. Can you explain that a little bit? Because I think that is a really big part of marketing is that people don't understand that they're. So copywriters that write um, direct marketing or direct response copy for advertisers uh, or direct mail uh, campaigns will use very persuasive uh, writing styles that lead you to this state of focus and not to manipulate, but to bring you in. I mean, if you're a golfer and you get a letter in the mail about this new golf ball that's going to fly 10 times further, you might be interested in reading that letter. Yeah. So, you know, there's a headline, a subheadline, a, a, a drawing into the, um, to the offer. I know when a lot of people think of hypnotherapy, one of the first things they'll say is, I know somebody that quit smoking cigarettes after they <laughs> went to go hypnotize. <laughs> right, yeah. But I understand, you know, there's a number of other different things that you, you deal with as well. Can you dive into some of those examples as when people might want to come seek you for hypnosis? Certainly. Um, the, the application of hypnosis is really limitless. Uh, smoking is certainly a very uh, commonly understood one. And I help people every, almost every day here in the office stop smoking. And that's very rewarding. They come in here and they walk out a non-smoker and they don't even think about it again. It's amazing. And, and that's driven by their intention, what they want for themselves. Mm. All of this work is about what is it you want for yourself. Mm. And that intention might be crystal clear or it might be in a vague sort of way needing a little bit of clarity. But I use hypnosis to help people overcome anxieties and fears of all kinds, develop courage and confidence. All of us could use a little more confidence, right? Agreed. <laughs> All of us could. Absolutely. I help them um, talk better to themselves. The power of self-talk, the words we use when we're talking to ourselves or to our spouse or a coworker or to a child, uh, can have lifetime impact. But how we talk to ourselves is important. So I, I help people with that. I help people with sports of all kinds. I've helped people become better golfers. I have a client who won his clubhouse uh, end-of-year tournament, and he shows me this big trophy that he was so proud, and it was all from sitting in that chair behind me that he learned. I don't teach people how to play golf. <laughs> I teach them how to play golf better using that space between their two ears, right? Yeah. So I, I got him to use some uh, mind techniques. I, I, we were talking about mind magic before mm -hmm. the show started, but that's really what we do. So athletes of all kinds, baseball, lacrosse, tennis. I help gamblers stop gambling instantly. Uh, you pick a habit, either a negative habit you want to stop or a habit you want to start, a new routine. People will come to me for exercise motivation. In other words, hypnotize me to get off the couch and go to the gym. So not only can you help people um, you know, kind of shed those bad habits, but you can help them pick up better habits. Better habits in alignment with what they want for themselves. Mm -hmm. Here's a great example. Guy came to me. He was what they call a triple eagle. He went to Boston College High School, BC, and BC Law School. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then he took his law diploma and put it in the closet because he had some stuff going on inside of him that said, I'm not good enough to be a lawyer like my father and my grandfather. And so he became an alcoholic instead. <laughs> and so I helped him stop drinking alcohol. I helped him get refocused on being an attorney. I helped him study for the bar exam in California. And I don't know how to study for the bar exam. <laughs> I don't have to. Wow. I helped him internalize and I coached him on what he needed to do and to hold himself accountable. He had to own it. If you want it, own it and just start doing it. So I helped him overcome all of those fears, get that confidence, connect with his motivation. And his motivation was this. His ex-wife moved to California with his nine-year-old daughter and he wanted to be in his daughter's life. So he said, you know what? I'm going to California and I'm going to be an attorney. He flew to California, took the bar exam, came back here, and uh, grabbed his stuff and moved to California. And for you, what's it like to know that you're helping people really better their lives on mm-hmm. a daily basis? Uh, it feels good. This is a very satisfying career. And by the way, anyone that's listening is, is looking for a new career or knows somebody in their family, I'll teach them how to be a certified hypnotist and they can open up their own practice. But it's very rewarding. Every day is the same, but it's different. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to go back to a comment you made earlier about how the way we speak to ourselves and, um, you know, with all your work with your clients, why do you think that we're always our harshest critics? And I know this is kind of a, 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 a tough question. <laughs> we we are, spend hours We are on hard this. on ourselves sometimes because we're trying to meet other people's expectations, real or imagined. We're not living an authentic life. So I, I help people be themselves. One thing I'll, I'll help them say, and imagine just saying this if you're listening, I am okay. I am enough, right? And that inner critic starts to take a back seat. And you, you start to appreciate yourself. You start to be more compassionate to yourself, kind of like let yourself off the hook a little bit. <laughs> uh, there's no such thing as perfection. So perfectionist, I love working with type A personalities, Right? I make mm-hmm. them type B rather quickly. <laughs> <laughs> but I help people um, clear the obstacles that are in the way of what they say they want. Mm-hmm. So we first have to get connected with what they say they want, and is that what they really want, and is it for them or is it for someone else? Wow. I, you, you know, it, it, it's really powerful. It's It's so powerful to hear the way that you want to help people because – a lot of people want to put a Band-Aid. A lot of industries just put a Band-Aid on it. It'll be okay. Right. But to actually take that deep dive in on your personal habits and your personal, the way you speak to yourself inside your head, that takes on a lot. And, and where do these things come from? Right. And where does it start from? And it's, and I, and I know that there's a difference, um, although it sounds like the, some of this is very therapeutic. This is not therapy. It is not therapy per se. A hypnotist is not a licensed therapist, nor do we ever try to be. It's a different uh, modality altogether. Mm-hmm. Therapy is about the therapist bringing their uh, training and wisdom to a client's uh, issues. Hypnosis is about helping the client find that within themselves. We use yeah. suggestions that we craft to help them with their intention. So can you tell us a little bit about the process of when someone comes to you and they think they have just one thing that they'd like to work on and maybe there's more, but 
What's that process like and how you tailor um, your course of action? Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, that's a great question. Uh, it almost always starts with a phone or Zoom interview. And I use Zoom to help people around the world. I have a client in Indonesia. I have a client in Ireland. I have clients all over the place. That's amazing. Uh, but the process starts with an interview. I don't like to call it an intake because we get to know each other and understand what they're trying to do. Why? They, what's the motivation for the call? What is it they're uh, seeking? And why is it important? And then... They depending on the issue, if, if someone wants to come in to stop biting their fingernails, that's one thing. That takes one session, but that's not really fun work anyway. You know, go, go buy uh, an audio tape on that one. <laughs> what I'm saying is uh, the fun work is, is deeper. Mm-hmm. But so most sessions are four to six or seven sessions together, most programs. Um, whereas going to see a therapist, you might see a therapist for four years or more Mm -hmm. and not feeling you're getting to the heart of it because it's not a subconscious conversation. You see our, our conscious mind is where our logic and reasoning lies. Our subconscious is where our emotions lie, our feelings, our memories. Uh, You think about the subconscious mind, it has two main functions to protect us and to serve us. So it'll do things to protect us. Uh, and it doesn't judge. We it, It'll make a decision and it'll look to us consciously, okay, is this how I want to go with this? And then you let it go. So here's an example. Uh, someone comes in because they're afraid of snakes. Well, is it important to get over that fear of snakes? Where did it come from? Well, I don't know. But the subconscious mind knows exactly. So we use hypnosis to find out where it started and put it in a different perspective. So we'll go back down that timeline to childhood, because that's where most things start, right? And we'll we'll look at it with uh, an adult-like mind and put it in perspective. Boom, problem goes away. Wow. I helped a guy, two really good stories about helping somebody stop stuttering. In one hour here in this room, I love, if it's not just smokers, I love people help. I love helping people with their performance gains and what they're trying to do, mm-hmm. but helping a smoker stop is life-saving. You're changing lives. I, right. And their families' lives are better. And But helping someone stop stuttering is, is actually amazing to witness. Yeah. For the person, it must be so empowering to have that ability. Yes. Yeah. I mentioned the subconscious mind protecting us. This client um, was 24, was in his senior college could not participate in class, couldn't go on job interviews, couldn't talk to girls on campus. He just had no confidence. I helped him stop stuttering, and his world changed, completely changed. There's a concept called the circle of excellence. I got, imagine a a circle around you, an imaginary circle where you step into it and you bring your best to that. So simple, but so powerful. Very powerful. But I helped him. We went back to when he was uh, six years old. He woke up on the operating table because he didn't get enough anesthesia, apparently. So that trauma, his subconscious mind says, okay, Kevin, we're going to protect you. No one's coming near your throat again. So we started stuttering. Wow. And that went unchecked for 18 years. And just assumed it was something that occurred. Once we got to that traumatic event, that the childlike mind... Uh, witnessed 
and developed a strategy. Well, we know that's not a sensible strategy, but the mind created it. Once we let that go, he stopped stuttering. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back right here on the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Do you have the right high quality employees to successfully compete and grow your business? Franklin Professional Associates team of recruiters in Lemonster is here to help you hire the best so you can be your best. Visit franklinprofessionals.com today. Welcome back to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Travis Condon, Cat Deal on the road. We're over in Lemonster, 435 Lancaster Street, Suite 353. We're chatting with Bob Martell from Positive Results Hypnosis. So I just want to say on your website, you have a quote and it says, Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> we don't bite and we don't make our clients cluck like a chicken. And I think there's a lot of trust that must go into the relationship between you and your clients. Uh, Trust and rapport is where it all begins and ends, and I mean, throughout. Mm -hmm. And when my clients know that uh, I care as much about the success they're seeking, uh, they feel better about it. But coming back to clucking like a chicken, what sound does a chicken make? Okay, we got that out of the way. <laughs> Done. See, I've been hypnotized, everybody. I wasn't going along with that. I was going to do it. I was doing it. But um, when, when you talk about the, the level of trust, too, I think of how... Um, there, you know, there's things that I will talk about with my family and friends, and then there's things that I won't bring up in front of them. So I guess the main thing is how do you get people to that point where they'll open up about that stuff that they don't want to talk about to other folks? That's that's an excellent question. Uh, a real heartfelt example I can share with you. Sure. Sometimes things happen in childhood that we're ashamed of, that we don't want to share, and we spend the rest of our life uh, coping with it, with, with bad behaviors. Um, does that make sense? You can yeah. understand that, right? Mm -hmm. So this guy came to me, his father called actually, and said, can you think you can help my son get uh, stop taking opioids? I said, I don't know, bring him in. And uh, that's an area that a lot of hypnotists won't touch. But uh, I'm not a doctor. I don't tell people what medications to take or not take or any of that. And I suggested he stay in touch with his doctor and his, his therapist. But in two sessions, we helped him break the cycle, so to speak, and he understood it. And I'll tell you what happened. He was 28. When he was a teenager, he was molested by a neighbor. was so ashamed he didn't want to tell his father. But when he understood it, we were able to reframe it. A lot of this work is reframing, being able to see something from a different perch mm -hmm. and then put that in perspective and, and be able to pivot and move forward, right? So our past never defines who we are or we never should let it. Uh, I like to talk about teachable moments, being able to learn from whatever it is that brought you to this point. The three of us sitting here, uh, we each have different lives, but we we're, we're a sum of our life experiences to today mm -hmm. and the choices we've made or not made or the action we've taken or not taken, right? So I, I help people see that kind of like in their mind, put it up on a big imaginary whiteboard and make a mind map and say, well, here's what I got to go do. I got to go stop doing that and start doing this. And Right? Yeah. Does that make sense? Did I answer your question? Oh, Absolutely. that makes sense. It does make sense. 
getting back to one of the things we mentioned earlier was about self-talk and, and how we feel about ourselves. And I, I think of so many people that we deal with in the business world, CEOs, managers, and that sort of thing. Do you work with a lot of those types of clients? Uh, I do. Uh, one of my clients right now is a CEO of a $30 million company in Austin, Texas. I've never met him except over Zoom. I helped him um, do a few things that are helping his himself and his life and his company. Because I think a lot of folks at that level, sometimes you feel like you're dealing with like imposter syndrome. And am I good enough to lead these people? Am I doing the right thing? Am I right doing things? the right thing? Am mm-hmm. I making the right thing? It's lonely at the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they can't talk to their uh, team about everything. And they don't want to talk to their local therapist. I actually had a client who came to me from Charlotte. His fiance was up here in Massachusetts, so he found me. And I said, I don't want to see anybody locally. Mm-hmm. So I, I helped him stop drinking alcohol. He was CEO of a big company that I can't mention. I can't even mention the industry because it's headquartered in Charlotte. You'd know immediately. Um, but I help people uh, of all levels deal with um, the things that are identified in a, like a leadership 360 evaluation. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that is? Mm-hmm. So uh, their organization, they'll get some feedback about what they need to work on. And I had a client come in here and he threw his leadership 360 report in front of me on the, at this very table and said, there's three things we need to work on. Turn to page 18. So... <laughs> we- <laughs> That's a very business response. <laughs> one of them. Uh, it's on a graph. You know what I like about working with business people? It's, it's, I don't want to say no nonsense, but it's like, hey, let's get to it. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So there were three things on there. He was avoiding conflict. Here he was the CEO, and he couldn't stand it when his leadership team were arguing with each other. Oh. But conflict, so I got him to see conflict as a positive because they were arguing about how to solve the same goal, right? So... Public speaking anxiety was another one that he had. I think a lot of people have public oh, speaking anxiety. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. And it's I, easily addressed, actually. Mm-hmm. It's it, I think what you're able to do is so powerful because, you know, you're able to help people move forward and move through things that they haven't been able to to improve their future and to be able to, you know, take on stuff that they haven't been able to take on yet before. I help them gain the courage and confidence to do it. Mm-hmm. Some of the people are more, I can't mention their names, but some of the types of things we're working on now. I'm helping a about to retire uh, 68-year-old man. He doesn't know what he wants to do with the rest of his life, and he's retiring next month. He has no clue. So how do you teach him to relax and kind of be in the present, or, I guess? Well, or find what he wants yeah, to yeah. do. You said something key, that word relax. <laughs> what, can I come back to relax? In a yeah, because I just think of so many people that it's your go, 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 go. Yeah. And right. then when all of a sudden you retire or right. say you lose a job or that sort of thing, all of a sudden there's nothing there. And, and what do you what do? Is, yeah. I mean, everyone in my profession knows you can you can be successful with hypnosis without using relaxation. But when we use relaxation, it, it gains uh, a couple of different things for the client. Um, clarity of thinking, clarity of mind. The ability to focus, there's certain physical health benefits to relaxing. There's something called the relaxation response, which I teach everybody. Uh, imagine if there were a tiger at the door here, right? We're either going to fight the tiger, run from the tiger, fight, flight, or freeze, or we're going to freeze, right? 
Since Travis is closer to the door, you and I are okay. I'm freezing. Right? And my back's to the door. <laughs> I'm just making that clear. <laughs> so I'm freezing. So what happens, that fear response comes from our deep you know, DNA, our caveman days, uh, when there was a mastodon chasing us through the woods. Um, the relaxation response coined by uh, Dr. Herman Benson in the 70s, he's a book on that subject, he started something in, at Mass General called the, the Herman Benson Institute to teach people how to relax, specifically oncology patients, to help them improve their immune system during chemotherapy and recovery. So you can use relaxation to heal your body. Wow. And if someone doesn't believe that, call me. Okay, because we you can. Wow. So I teach people how to relax and take back control of their life by doing some simple things. Right? I'm going to have the two of you do this right now. I'm not going to hypnotize you. Okay. I'm going to teach you the relaxation response Because right you're going to have to close the podcast out if you do. <laughs> okay. Do we have time? I don't want to burn, no, we have I don't time. Want to burn time. Absolutely. Uh, take a nice deep breath. And if you're listening, don't do this while you're driving. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nice deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Just like that. One more. We call it a full belly breath. We have five lobes to our lungs. Just like that. And one more. What happens when you do that? You're causing your diaphragm to move, and the brain senses that, and release, the pituitary gland releases hormones to help you relax physically. I went in for a physical with my new VA doctor recently, and earlier this week, and she goes, your blood pressure is 112 over 71. Right? I sat there in the waiting room for 15 minutes okay. doing this. <laughs> now, is, that a, is that a good thing to do? I don't know. So take a deep breath. And I want you to touch your thumb and finger together on each hand. Make a little circle. And just say, I'm calm. I'm calm. I'm, calm. I'm relaxed. I'm, I'm relaxed. relaxed. I'm in control. I'm, I'm in, in control. control. Okay. That's all we'll do for now. Okay. That little exercise. If you will practice that, you can use it before having to walk into a meeting that you don't want to walk into or to have a conversation with a coworker or a family member uh, you get pulled over by a police officer because you were a little heavy on the gas pedal. You can <laughs> take a deep breath and just, I'm calm, I'm relaxed, I'm in control. Calm. And what what you're doing is you're anchoring that. Mm -hmm. Just like Pavlov's dog, right? Mm -hmm. the, the ringing of the bell and the saliva. You're, you're anchoring a relaxed state. So then we call hypnosis a resource state that you can access because... I'm really helping people access their own mind. Every client that walks in here brings with them the answer. You go see a therapist, they're not bringing the answer. They're bringing the questions. Sometimes, usually the therapist has the questions. <laughs> <laughs> but every client brings with them, and my challenge is to help them uh, access that and discover it. And we use all kinds of techniques to help the subconscious mind go, aha, Mm -hmm. And so I know we're talking a lot about hypnosis and now relaxation, but when you mentioned techniques, you also have another thing you offer called hypno-coaching. Hypno-coaching. Uh, glad you brought that up. Hypno-coaching, as it might imply, is a combination of, of coaching and using hypnosis as well. So one of my business clients is a, a financial planner, actually. And once we 
had a conscious mind conversation about what he wanted to do with his, his business and what he wasn't doing with his business, <laughs> we used hypnosis to get at the obstacles. And then we got the obstacles to go away using hypnosis work. So it's, it's, it's a, a dance, if you will, between coaching and good advice and then doing the deep mind work to understand what's in the way. You make a little forward progress. You feel better. You do some more hypnosis work. And then voila, it's like you're up and running again. Take a business that uh, sees an opportunity in the marketplace, but they're afraid to go get it. <laughs> or they say they want, oh, I wish I did that. I wish I did that. And they open the paper a year later and they see their competitor doing it. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited that we got to have this conversation with you today and to really dive deep into what it is you provide. And I know that there's a lot of um, useful information that's being um, given out in this short podcast today. But if people were trying to get in touch with you or are interested talking to you about getting some help, what's the best way for them to do that? Certainly by phone, although I'll confess I'm hard to reach by phone. I carried my Marlboro number all these years. So, But uh, the best way to reach me is going to positiveresultshypnosis.com or um, sending me an email. Bob at bobmartell.com. And if somebody wants to book a 15-minute consultation, which is free, go to the website and click the button and get on my calendar. Oh, wow. And we'll take 15 minutes to talk about what's on their mind. That's amazing. Technology is wonderful. Yes. Bob, thank you so much for taking the time to share your insights with us and teach us a little bit about relaxation, too, at the same time. We really do appreciate this conversation today here on the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to Inside North Central Massachusetts. This podcast is produced by the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce. For more information on this episode, links to other episodes, or if you have any questions, please visit northcentralmass.com.